You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Wilfred. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Wilfred news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Wilfred! The, uh, the lovely After theme song. TV. Uh, ladies After and gentlemen, TV. if Jack would get out of my face, I would tell you all that uh, you are now listening to Wilfred Season 1, Episode 13, Identity, the podcast. Welcome, uh, everyone. Welcome. We are here from Studio B on Burbank. That's right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's, Stu- that's uh, After Buzz TV's fancy new studio. Well, real quick, we... Since we have so many shows, usually, especially on Sundays and uh, Mondays, and coming up, especially Thursdays. Thursday's a big night for TV. So especially every night yeah. for AfterBuzz TV. But That's especially right. Thursday. But especially Thursday. So we're here doing it from Studio B. So if it sounds a little bit different, that's why. Studio B on Burbank. Boom. Let's do it. All right, crew, uh, sound off like Captain Planet. I'm John Barrett. <laughs> I'm Jack Waz, and I represent Fire. Siobhan Hughes, and I represent Earth. I don't know how to top that, but I'm Catherine Toomey. Thank you. I represent. Catherine, I represent purple. Catherine represents journalism, <laughs> which That's is right. the greatest element of all. Catherine uh, is so nice to join us in studio. Oh, uh, for those you. of you who have been following the podcast, she joined us via phone for our first show this year, and it is fantastic to have you. I thought I'd round it up by coming mm-hmm. to the last one. Excellent. There we go. So, identity. This is one of the darker episodes of an increasingly dark show. Yes. We we get into some serious shit. Oh wow. my goodness, do we? I, ever. I never I never thought a show that began with a guy trying to kill himself <laughs> could do an episode that was somehow darker. But him destroying every relationship that's been set up on the show kind of does that. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty rad. How horrible deep down in the depths of who he is, uh, Ryan. He went to the be. dark side that one. Well, I guess we're kind of figuring out the. Uh, what I liked about the show is that I think we kind of really see who Ryan is, and that mm. that precipitated what happened in the first show because he went down that. No, dark absolutely. Road. Yeah. I, I like the little like the little cues, just like yeah. how like his voice became so like deadly calm, and yeah. his eyes got like deep, and he had oh, his he eyes. had the slight bit of like a Hitler hair, uh-huh. like he just had like this like the black hair combed over to the side, and just right. like like he was just they're setting up evil Ryan. He was. He just he looked. He was just dressed so evilly, just so there's like, so much like menace. Like any TV lawyer. Yeah. The, yes, yeah. right. Because all TV lawyers are Hitler. I mean, <laughs> no, except for Franklin and Bash, who are delightful. Right. But I, what I liked is that it was actually still I could still believe that was Ryan from the Ryan that we knew through the rest exactly. of the series. Exactly. He, he's been this a, kind of clueless. Uh, you yeah, know. Yeah. He's been evolving, yeah. but has he been evolving in the right way? He exactly. was, I thought. 
Well, was he? Because Wilfred's done nothing but try to sabotage him since the first episode. That right. is correct. Well, this whole question now that he's uh, he's even questioning who Wilfred is. So, exactly. So or if so, Wilfred. so we get Wilfred. we get to the meat of the episode, yeah. which is the fantastic Lost parody that they really just they go to the nines with that. Yeah. Ugh. He said, "I'm what do you say? I'm gonna make my own." <laughs> I'm gonna make smoke my, monster. I'm gonna make my own smoke, smoke monster. monster. That that was the best line, uh, yeah. without a doubt. That and just like just the very subtle like um, there's only uh shoot what was it? It's um, yeah you're dead and you're in the in between, and then what? And then then you'll die and you can leave the island. Right. Wait what? Yeah. No, okay, I said that. <laughs> well, I, I the island like is real. The whole setup of where I mean it almost you almost believed it where you know uh, Wilfred looks at him and says remember when you tried to kill yourself well, yeah it's well, it's plates. it worked yeah. <laughs> and i mean for a moment i, think I bought you think, it you think yeah oh my god this is where it's going now exactly <laughs> and then they which turn it into this whole right. lost thing which i thought which was funny as hell because i mean jason yeah. jason gan can just sell is it gan or gun jason gan gan jason yeah. gan can just sell it yeah like just he does deadpan so well Exactly. And then flips around, and we have moments like bubbles. <laughs> the, bu- the bubbles was great. The uh, bubbles might have been my favorite moment of the show so far in this season. Just the pure, unadulterated glee on his face. <laughs> yes, so easily distracted when I, he has a clear, very important thought to get across to yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Bubble. I mean, he's a dog. That's it's, right. it's a very, it's a very good dog moment. It's yeah, I, that's what I like. Yeah. I mean, I like that they go from the fact that you know that he. That they would throw these dog moments in, where it's like, you know, like this episode, he can't help but chase bubbles, which then becomes a little bit of his undoing because that's how right. Ryan now starts manipulating. Exactly, right. it's brilliant. I just love the progression of the one bubble yeah. to the multi bubble, and then just when he takes yes. out the, the bubble, bubble machine, it's such a great payoff. Yeah, that was a good. The rule so of threes. I missed last <laughs> week's episode. What did Jenna do? to get in this situation. Um, she was really hungry and she ate a Tootsie Roll that um, uh, Ryan and uh, uh, Wilfred had bought from Ryan's guy. Hmm. It was laced with it was laced with pot. Oh. Which um, I don't do know if now? you know I don't know if you know this Jack, but pot is a illegal <laughs> drug um, that is mostly like it, it's um, native to Central America and it's um, it produces sort of mind-altering effects. Uh, it's called marijuana. That's uh, or, or mota. Uh, wow, canna- you know cannabis in Spanish. I, I and the entire internet and community am very happy that you just told us what pot was. I, I have never heard of this strange yeah. substance before. You have never heard of it, right? Yeah. Nope. I've, I've just heard of that re- that devil reefer. It's um, the devil's flower. It might be the same thing. I don't know. I'm not a marijuana doctor. So Jenna eats a tootsie roll. And as a first time, really trips yeah. balls. Yes, uh, on air. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she she goes on it. She has this just before she goes to debut on what was it the midday news or something? Yeah, it was yeah. her first time as an anchor. As yeah. a nice. co-anchor, and she totally flips out. So. Nice. And so, who was who did they set up as her boss? Was he the co-anchor or was he the owner of the station? Well, that was we saw today. Ray Wise. Was yeah. The, who? I love Ray Twin Wise. Twin Peaks. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. And Reaper. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I love I love seeing him pop up. Yeah. Yes, that was another great, you know, cameo. But yeah, so Ray Wise, yeah, is the head of their the network, which of course uh, Ryan goes after to. I got you. Really quick sidebar: best cameo of the season, each of you. What would you? What would you argue? Uh, Without a doubt, Mary's Dream version. I loved that episode with with the mother, and especially the way it ended when uh, 
the putty cat was a little bit more than the yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was Ray Perlman, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. I thought that was just brilliant. I thought she was just hilarious. That was by far my favorite. Gotcha. Siobhan? Uh, Dwight Yoakam, just because his character brought up so many questions that I needed answered. And um, I don't know, it's just pretty funny. I love seeing Dwight Yoakam anyway, because it has this very like serious, deadpan, creepy thing going on. John? Seconding Dwight Yoakam. Second, do I come? I gotta go with uh, Eric Stoltz because it's just like so random and so out of left field, and also he is part of the one of the dirtiest jokes I've ever heard on cable, which was yes, this wine was Fatty Arbuckle's favorite. <laughs> which I loved having you guys explain to me, by the way. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was history of media artists from freshman year, just regurgitating from my mouth. That is that is one of the filthiest jokes I think they've ever gotten away with on cable. <laughs> it's so just brilliant. And the way he delivered it was great. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Fatty Arbuckle's favorite. Just <laughs> completely off the cuff. Did he ever come back, by the way? I don't remember who Fatty Arbuckle? No, no. No. Was no, no, he went to He's jail dead. for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, William Hurst. So where were we? So, uh, so Ryan goes in, and he has, what is it, the black file? That yes. is correct. And he's not, you're not sure if he's going to use it. Is he, you know, completely, has he changed? Is he a better person? But no. The second he sees the love of his life in serious jeopardy, tosses it out. Definitely. And I would love to know what's in the file. It, it seemed to be a bunch of, like, dropped suits against um, uh, yeah. her, her co Yeah, probably. <laughs> who knows? The boss, who knows? I, say, I, think, I think we could have had a little more fun with that. Like, yeah. you know, if, like, you yeah. moved a thing and then you see, like, his face <laughs> and a bunch of, like, leather around him. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Maybe a herd of goats. You know, Wouldn't just be the like, first time they were doing, you know, gimpy stuff. Yeah, on, yeah, a, uh, a gimp joke. A gimp joke on Wilbur. No, but, so, he drops a suit and then Ryan's Machiavellian plan starts coming together. Right. What a cruel, cruel, but son also of a bitch. brilliant. Yeah, it's like, yes. It's like a um. Oh, what are those? What are those machines? Like from uh, like from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Um, like the a Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah, Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. It's just I, like you see, you have all these. They're like big domino uh, things. Yeah, like um, you know, like uh, it's a machine that goes through you know dozens of motions for a very simple task. Um, like mousetrap, like the like game. mousetrap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh. It's just you see all these people and you're wondering, gee, how I could know. they? Mr. Patel. Oh. Yeah, yeah, how could they do this? Yeah, and then yeah. they set up yeah. something that's like been going on the entire season yeah. with the, his sister and her mm -hmm. husband and Jenna to, and yeah. Chris Klein. Who Chris Klein's been fantastic in this. Yeah, yes, he has actually. He's usually he's not my favorite role. actor. He needed a bit of a comeback. He did, especially after uh, <laughs> the Street Fighter movie. Yeah. Legend of Chun-Li. If anyone hasn't seen that, you totally should. He goes around looking like a third-rate Nicolas Cage, like with like this like southern so like scowly accurate. accent. While uh, the chick from Smallville plays. Who rocks, by the way? She did a lot of her own stunts. I'm just gonna don't don't mm -hmm. disparage her right now. Kristen was it Kristen? Kristen Kirk 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 Kristen Chris K something. But anyway, yeah, Chris Klein, he needs a win. Mm. After after the past 15 years of getting kicked around. He's not around. doing the American Pie reunion <laughs> well, yeah, movie? American yes. Reunion, yeah, that? yeah, he's in the middle of that at the moment. So. Very excited for that. Yeah. American Pie, one of the seminal movies of my childhood. I'm just glad that Patel showed up because, I, j here's a confession, I really would like my cell phone ring to be aligned from every single thing I've seen him in because he's Yeah, J Jerry Bednob is funny <laughs> as hell. 
He was he was one of those fun Apatow finds. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh him and Apatow go way back. The guy was in um did you guys ever see the show Undeclared? Yeah. Yes. Fantastic show, ran on Fox uh for a couple episodes, debuted right after nine eleven, so it kinda killed all of its momentum. Oh. But it starred Jay Burchell, uh Seth Rogen, Busy Phillips, uh Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy, mm-hmm. um God, who else? A whole bunch of people that have gone on to huge careers now. Yeah. It was like half the cast of Freaks and Geeks, mm-hmm. like in their college years. It was fantastic. But uh, where's it going? With this? Oh, yeah, but Jerry Bednob plays, uh, he plays again, just like a dick Indian guy in it. It's funny stuff. <laughs> He's like, the party said one to five. You yes. <laughs> get three more hours. I two more hours. Yes. <laughs> As I believe he's pouring himself a scotch. Yeah. <laughs> um,. So pregnancy. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is my biggest my biggest complaint about this episode this. is that well yeah I called it but like any lawyer who's worth his stuff and has ever done a drug test like a piss test before knows that pregnancy comes up on that like. But he didn't know that pregnancy was gonna come up. Isn't that the? That, but the whole, like that was a shock, right? But I. I Maybe, because they haven't really established that Kristen is pregnant, Yeah. but she's obviously pregnant. Like, they didn't do a good enough job hiding the fact that the actual actress was pregnant First couple in episodes this episode. But it, the, in the actual storyline, though, we, it's a, right. we don't know but she's like, pregnant. I don't know. Yeah. See, so. I think, like, I liked what they did with it, but it's just such a simple fix. As Ryan goes, oh, no, you should take a home pregnancy test. Exactly. That's oh, what I thought, too. It's it's negative. Instead, he let her yeah. walk away to answer his phone or something. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, next season. Next season is going to be a doozy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad they're doing another season because I don't think it was renewed till probably after they shot the last episode. So just yeah, they, as well. Um, well, they, they probably they shot. Debuted, they debuted a huge numbers. Yeah, they debuted they to, what, did, like four yeah, million. But it wasn't officially yeah. announced that they were renewing. And you know, certainly when I spoke to them, they still had no idea because FX was kind of right, right. waiting to see. So that obviously planned. You know, yeah. for, for, for hopefully a second season because otherwise we would have been left with yeah. a, ter- a terrible cliffhanger. Uh, <laughs> I know, thank God for that. But no, it's uh, they really set themselves up for something. So, I mean, I'm sure we're going to see Dwight Yoakam again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hope so. I love him. <laughs> I, I had never seen, like, never really knew who the guy was before the Crank movies, which are one of my biggest guilty pleasures because Jason Statham... Could we around. all love Jason Statham. We, uh, like, I, I'm a heterosexual man, but Jason Statham is a hottie. Like he is a good-looking human being. Even can we get that? Can we get Even that? Uh, that disclaimer: the views uh, expressed herein are not. Because I don't think AfterBuzz TV do not TV. necessarily reflect the views yeah. of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Um, I, I believe everyone on planet Earth would agree that Jason Statham. No, yeah. that's not no, what I'm disagreeing with. I'm disagreeing with your uh, claim to be a heterosexual male. Oh. 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 Now. Because I agree that Jason Statham's like... He could kick your ass, is, too. ...is all kinds of man. You know, let's hope that he has a cameo in the next season. All right. Yes. He can play some sort of... Let's hope he has a cameo I'm in sure everything, this, every this season. I'm sure they'll sign him up. We're exactly. getting him so much work right now. Going back to your cameo, uh, Peter Stormare. <laughs> oh, that's right. the bum. As what was, was his it? name? Um, his face or... Dirty... I don't forget what it was. Oh, what was it? Garbage face? Yeah, yeah. That's I think it was garbage that's face. Not, yeah. I'd like to see some Aussie cameos in the next one, like Russell Crowe. That'd be oh. He's going to break out a telephone just throw it at somebody. Yeah. Chris Lilly. I think, I think he have. could take on Wilfred. I think that would be a good one. Let's see. What other, what other Australian Hugh crossovers Jackman. that we had? Hugh Jackman. Oh, he would definitely come on the show. Paul Hogan. 
What's he done in the well, past 25 years? Well, he's he's running away from tax fraud in Australia, so we probably, won't, we really? won't, we probably won't hear from him He's the Australian much. Wesley Snipes. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Also, also, also true because he's next. the blackest man in Australia. <laughs> is he? It's true. Paul Hogan is the blackest Australian. <laughs> And then maybe we could have a reunion of the original, uh, the original character and the Australian one come back on. That'd be fun. <laughs> Adam Zwa, who is still Does he one of the still creators. have want anything to do with it? No, they that's had a thought. falling out. Yeah, so that's J- what I thought. Jason and Adam just don't speak anymore. Uh, is it because he decided Jason gone decided to go do the American version, or? Uh, well, Adam kind of gave it up and just said he didn't want it because they'd been doing this since 2001. Wow. So he kind of didn't really want to keep pursuing what he thought was a kind of juvenile thing in a way, but, right. but you know, Jason was smart enough to realise realise there is money to be made on American television. That's right. You know. And I'm going to become an American superstar. Exactly, because actually I spoke to Jason a couple of weeks ago, he'd just been to Australia and uh, they're just debuting this version in Australia mm-hmm. and I said, you know, because there was so much scepticism about it, he said, oh, there's still kind of there's people that like it, but there's still the knockers there going right. that, you sold out, how could you do this? <laughs> well, there's always going to be people that yeah. say that. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, uh, Catherine, you've interviewed now for a second time Elijah, right? Yes. And exactly. uh, the rest of the cast, or who, who from the cast? No, just Jason and Elijah, yeah. Just Jason and Elijah. Well, do you guys want to do a quick commercial, then we'll come back with that, and then we can talk about the next season? I like the way to. you think. That's right. Let's go to commercial. I got to think for all of you. We're all dumb. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yes. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. Like you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. That wig. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. Voraciously devouring the way things are today. What is that? Are we, are we back on? What is this? The Disney movie? Oh, Reefer Madness. Reefer Madness. Uh, um, welcome back, listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Reefer Madness. That's great. That's great. Um, that's an old classic. Well, that's the like the recent. new one. Yeah, musical version. It's from 2002. It's an old classic. Oh right, <laughs> we were in, we really were in eighth old. grade. Yeah, we were in eighth grade when that came out. Jesus Christ, <laughs> we are babies. Yep, you are. Um, <laughs> eighth grade. Yes, sir. Uh, so uh, so um, before we get back, uh, we forgot we had a huge oversight and forgot to tell everyone out there in listener land about to the, go buy every girl's, every girl's guide to life. Yes. We can't stress this enough. The Every Girl's Guide to Life. <laughs> Uh, when Jack was on heroin. I was. I found him in the street. <laughs> oh he was God. crawled up. He, he like curled himself into some sort of odd ball shape. You know, I was. I was, I was actually blind. He was blind. I was he blind. was blind. And we rubbed Maria's book on my forehead, and then I gained the gift of sight. 
and quit heroin the same day. I didn't say that. Without withdrawals. <laughs> oh, that's why there were no withdrawals. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is uh, Anyway, it we'll, helped him to slowly we'll, wean himself we'll ch- off we'll heroin. Cho- we'll chalk up the site to Maria's Guide to Life. I'm not sure if it can cure your substance abuse issues, but if you have any sort of physical abnormality, it. it can cure it. By rubbing it on that physical abnormality. Oh, let's not It's true. And that is a guarantee from the good people at AfterBuzz TV. (laughs) Play the disclaimer, I dare you. Uh. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. There you go. That is true. So, we have a great special segment today. Do we ever. So, Catherine had another sit-down with Elijah Wood. And uh, Jason Gunn, Gan, Jason Gan, and we would love to play a little snippet of it. So Phil, oh, you got it. Oh, we don't have this. We don't have it. We don't. He just put him on the I spot. I can find it. You put his oh, ass you son, on the you son spot. Of a bitch. <laughs> Phil Svitek, oh, doing his job. Yeah. Where's Jesse Janney? Phil, he would have had it. Phil, you're DJ a, Jesse Janney. You're a terrible it. producer. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll see. Here's how. Here's how it works this time around. Catherine's going to talk about the interview. She'll leave out a few things, and you guys will go and watch it. <laughs> ah. So first off, first and foremost, where can they find this? Uh, <laughs> they can find this. I have to remember. Well, it I think was it was on the Golden, Grammy. Yeah, yeah Golden it was Globes. On the Go- yeah. It was on the Golden Globes website. So I think if you – it was the lead story, but I think now if you just look through it, you'll probably click on it. So, yeah. So. Excellent. So everyone in listener land, please check that out. Especially Phil, who oh, should be better prepared for the shows that we do. Especially oh, when we have no. such lovely guests. <laughs> I was told, so here's how it worked out. They were supposed to be in Studio A. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're like, let's do Studio B. And with them, see, here's the... We, it's we, because those jerkheads on Project Runway decided to take up our sweet space. There you go. But our sweet time. Our sweet there time. you go. There's the reason. But nonetheless, we have Catherine. <laughs> That's true. Who is like, whoop, whoop. Who is right like a around. living article. <laughs> there you go. So, Catherine, how was your talk this time with Elijah? It was great, actually. He was. Um, it's funny because when I met him uh, on the set, I think maybe because he was working and maybe more into the character, I felt like he wasn't that. I mean, he's a nice guy, but he wasn't like that friendly. Right. Yeah. He was just kind of giving me very short answers, whereas Jason was kind of chatting away, and. This time he was just so relaxed, maybe because he wasn't on set. Just he was totally probably, different yeah. guy. He's probably totally different. Sorry, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I say I've noticed like um, we were working with an Australian producer on the last uh, last show we were doing, and whenever our Australian producer met another Aussie, immediately it was just a click. Just like oh, you're from Australia. It's just like it's just like the expat thing. Like you're just yeah. so excited to hear that accent again. It's just like oh, perfect. Exactly. We could talk for ages. Yeah, exactly. We have a shared cultural love of. Yahoo Serious and Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a common complaint of American coffee. But anyway, oh. that's another story. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> we Love share it. that. So, so, um, so what were the circumstances where you met the two of them again? Uh, uh, was well, it? it was basically just sort of a wrap-up interview after, you know, Wilfred had, had kind of, well, what was, it was sort of for the Hollywood Foreign Press because mm. we kind of do interviews with, uh, I guess, potential Golden Globe nominees. <laughs> <laughs> or we hope. I think that. What hope. are your thoughts on Ricky Gervais? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better not say that. <laughs> I think Ricky's great. 
Um, so yeah, so it was basically a wrap-up interview, just to sort of you know they'd finished the they'd finished uh, Elijah. I think had uh, recently been to New Zealand for the Hobbit, and he said he was going to be mm. going back. So they Jason had just been in Australia. Uh, doing PR for this uh, for the show down there, so uh, yeah, so it was just kind of an end of season wrap up interview. So yeah, and they both seemed very happy, very relaxed as you would be, and they're both very excited about the fact that they're doing it, going to go into another season with this. Excellent, excellent. Copy that. Yeah. I didn't realize Elijah was going to be in the uh, in the Hobbit. Yeah. You yes. Yes. That's been a thing. Yeah, I don't remember uh, Frodo being in the Hobbit. No, no. Frodo is not actually in the Hobbit story, but they introduce Man. him in uh, a way. So are they going to have, uh, who was it, Ian, uh, who McCallum? played, no, not Ian McKellen, uh, who played Bilbo in the original trilogy. Oh. I had heard originally that that was the plan. So you have him, then they're going to have Martin Freeman. Well, they have, some as, they have someone younger. Probably. Yeah, Martin Freeman is the Hobbit, right? From, uh, yeah, yeah he's the, the guy right. from uh, British yes. Office yeah, and Hitchhiker's exactly. Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. 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 Very excited for that. Funny as hell. Yeah. Very good guy. But Elijah said he's going back to New Zealand, I think, pretty soon to do some more shooting. So they haven't quite, he hasn't quite finished his bit yet. But I think he's only got a small part. It's not like yeah, he's exactly. a major part right. in The Hobbit. But he was just saying it was great to be back with the crew, back with everybody. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I actually asked him if, he, if Jason had taught him any Australianisms. He said, oh, he said he's so used to being around kind of Kiwis and Aussies that he's He's, he's, so he's, basically, yeah. he's basically he's from New yeah. Zealand. Now, yeah, right? exactly. I mean, Peter Jackson is pretty much his second father. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I thought um, he said one interesting thing. Did you know? Did he ever try on the dog suit? You know. And uh, he said no. He said he did try the head on for a little while. <laughs> so he walked. I would have loved to have seen Elijah walking around the set with. Head on. I, I, can't, I can't imagine what that weird. suit smells like. Oh, it's got to just be like it long water and sweat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he's got a few different ones, so at least you can okay. change them around. Oh, that's I didn't want to know like, that. He has the formal suit. Well, yeah, he has a suit that looks like he hasn't bathed for a right. Haven't you noticed the yeah. changes? Yeah, yeah there's yeah, the one. I just wanted to believe that there was some person ah. whose job it was to like make that look messier. And <laughs> yes, costumer. I know. I know. John, I thought you worked in entertainment. <laughs> I don't. I've you been see, lying to you. Here in Los Angeles, we work on things called movies and television shows. Go on. What are these things? And on these moving pictures, on these magical moving pictures, mm -hmm. you can do things like get coffee for people and be screamed at. I am. I'm used to being screamed at. That's for sure. It's a wonderful world. <laughs> fantastic. All right, guys, we do have the interview. All right. So let's play that. Oh, All right. That was fancy. Thank God you did Some your job, fancy Phil. Footwork there. All right. Here we go. Ryan starts to develop um, a little bit more strength and sort of combats, I think, Wilfred a bit, and starts to question Wilfred's existence and why he's there. And that, those two elements really kind of come to a head at the end. Um, the finale is really sort of a, a culmination of those ideas. Um, and I'm very excited for people to see it. It's, it's a unique ending. And it sort of takes, you know, it takes a turn from being um, an absurdist comedy to actually dealing with some really weighty things and, and to some realistic things that the characters are going through. And um, I'm really excited about those episodes. Are you excited that a new season's going to be? Very excited. I can't wait. And I think, you know, like I said, I think I'm really excited about these last episodes and where the show goes. And I feel like the next season, the show will continue to go in a, in a similar direction. And I'm excited about what, what we can cook up for next season. 
you've gone back to The Hobbit, what yeah. was that experience like? Extraordinary. I mean, it's not often you get to revisit an, an incredible and important time in your life. And, it, it, you know, it was sort of felt like a, a family reunion. Um, and I'm still going to New Zealand uh, later in the year, so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to going back and seeing old friends. And there's actually quite a lot of characters who are coming back, and I think it'll help bridge for the fans of Lord of the Rings. It'll help bridge the gap a little bit, and, and you know, I know a lot of people are very excited to, to see some familiar characters. Excellent. That is a that was a great interview. Thank you for finding that, Phil. <laughs> no problem yeah, for doing that, that, Catherine. That was pretty good. It's pretty excellent. Um, yeah. So we on to predictions. Do you want to do that? Yeah, or I mean, can't, anything else you yeah, want to say about great. Elijah or the interview? Well, I just, you know, I think that he was saying about the fact that I think how Ryan's character developed. So I think that's what we were talking about. And I think, you know, that's what was the great development of this show and the way it ends. And I think we'll lead on to uh, many things that we can uh, predict for the second season. I think All that right, basically, well. yeah. Mm. Now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I love this music. I love a theremin. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's Where did great you guys instrument. find a theremin? That's <laughs> Sir Richard Wentworth, our announcer. He's crazy. He does all our bumpers. And he has a theremin? <laughs> do you not have a theremin? I, I wish like I had a theremin. Uh, Where do you buy those? I didn't even know you could still get one. <laughs> yeah, can you, can you like go to Best Buy and be like, yeah. gee, I want to pick they up this Adult theremin. Swim collection and buy a theremin. There's a theremin section at most Best Buys. What Best Buy are you going to that there isn't a theremin They don't section? have them in Burbank. I have to go to a different Best yeah, Buy. Yeah, you have to go to the one in Atwater Village. How about Target? You think Target would have no, Target has not. limited selection of theremin. Guitar Target. Center. Guitar Center. You know yeah, what? Not. You'd be surprised. Guitar Center has like okay theremin. <laughs> there's, su there's such sellouts. I don't think I could buy a Guitar Center theremin. <laughs> oh, uh, by Thank the way, we do have to predict things. <laughs> Predictions. So, guys, next season, what do you see coming up? Um, I, just based on like how they play with us throughout this whole season, I feel like. Wilfred's gonna come back and just be like, "Ha, got you, buddy." Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I built that fake closet <laughs> in the door right here, basement. <laughs> um, I think it's going to uh, hint more at the fact that uh, Wilfred is basically evil Ryan this whole time. Um, so they're gonna fight club. They're so gonna definitely Ryan have an emotional. Yeah, he's schizophrenic, like his mom. Whatever. <laughs> Well, I think, yeah, I mean, obviously the balance is going to happen more now because it seemed like Wilfred was kind of driving the agenda. So now we know it's perhaps going to be Ryan driving the agenda. So how they integrate Wilfred back into that, I think is going to be really interesting. And what will that basement turn out to be? I know, right? <laughs> it's, uh, it's ballsy going through yeah. this whole season without having, like, setting up a love interest and not having, like, the hookup or the kiss, which I think is... I know. I, I like it. I like the fact that like they always made her so or made Jenna so unobtainable, and that Ryan never really deserved her, but it's like starting to kind of become the guy that maybe she needs. Mm. So I, I like that they're holding off till the next season for that. I have to say that that's the one problem I've got with the show. I don't actually think Jenna is such a great character. Thank you. She's not. No. Thank you. I don't think she's like... I don't like her. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I think that's kind of the one thing that I found disappointing about this whole season. What is it's it? like, why would you yeah. want this yeah, girl? It's, it's only yeah, because they, she's they, cute they, and he's attractive. Yeah, they made, yeah, they made her incredibly unlikable, especially yeah, in the... really uh, unlikable. In the hospice episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just don't like her. I mean, like th as I probably mentioned before, the Australian epi Australian shows were very different because they're in a relationship yeah. and Wilfred. And the girl in 
that is hilarious, the Australian girl. She's kind of, she's fantastic and you really like her. And But the, I don't know what they decided to do with this Jenna character because that's the one thing I have a problem with with this, this series. Absolutely. They, they, they've been weak writing for women yeah, mm-hmm. I was on the show. For like the small bit parts, they've been doing fine. Like for the mom, she was hilarious. Or for Rashida Jones' character. But their main women, they've been really weak with their yeah. characters. Yeah, exactly. So they, they're going to have to do a vast improvement on Jenna in the next yeah. season. She's going to have to have it's a total makeover. Yeah. Or someone else is going to have to move in next it's door. They have to make her desirable <laughs> to the viewers. It's, it's, the exact same, it it's the exact same thing as Entourage. Yeah. Either they hate women or they fear them. But right. either way, they can't write for them. <laughs> this is true. Although I will say this about this episode. I thought she was cute before. This was the episode where I was like, oh my god, she's beautiful. This was the first episode where I had that reaction to Really? Jenna. I think you have, I think you're into women that are evil. Probably. That's probably what it is. I, th- I think Because deep down in the pit of who I am, I am a horrible black soul <laughs> of nothingness. It's true. I've, I've seen you throw up that black soul on yeah. my carpet. Yeah, that happened once. Thank you, Jack. That was for a great St. Patrick's up. Day. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and on that note, uh, hey, oh, there's my mic. So uh, thanks for listening to Wilfred episode 13, which incidentally, if you couldn't pick up, was the season finale. Uh, we'll be back at you with this when it comes back next year. And uh, yeah, be sure to check out Archer and yeah. South Park and what other, whatever, whatever other shows, shows we, we end up picking up. Well, uh, Archer, Archer's the big one. I mean, that's an FX show, and it's and come back yeah, next true. week. Archer next but week. The biggest thing of the night, again, Catherine, thank you so much. Thank for you coming for in inviting tonight. me to this lovely, <laughs> toast, toasty. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry uh, we brought you into our Indian sweat lodge <laughs> yeah. for our last show. But, but hey, hey, in fairness, you have gone on your vision quest. Yes, that's right. Now you have to go survive in the woods of Encino for about <laughs> exactly. A week. I'll Remember, never find my way home. If you eat a snake's heart, you'll yeah. gain his powers. <laughs> and hey, we gotta thank. Yeah, the reason why I think it's because. Greg Goodness was the glue of this show. Who? And Greg Goodness. Who? Oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry, who? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Greg Goodness. And that's why he probably, he probably, he sent me an email saying, hey, kick these guys in Studio B. Make sure it's hot. <laughs> of course. Steaming uh, hot. I'm going to go beat him up. I'm going to write him a yeah. very nasty email when I get home. Greg Goodness, you are the bane of my existence. <laughs> All Love right. you, Greg. Missed you. <laughs> She's well, lying. She's being ironic. <laughs> John, thank our fans on behalf of Thank Greg. you, fans. Thank on you behalf fans. of Greg Goodness, Jack Waz, Siobhan Hughes, Siobhan Hughes Catherine Tulidge. Tulidge. I knew that. I was just <laughs> building suspense. <laughs> Phil Svitek, our producer this time, our usual DJ, DJ Jesse Janity, and myself, John Barrett. We thank you so much. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.